0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Puzzling, a True Crime Podcast. G- did knock you knock it off? Are- oh, my, I couldn't I even figure out what it was. It okay, was Maya. That. That was good. The cats are hissing at each other, but we'll get into why <laughs> in a little bit. But hello, everybody, and welcome back to Puzzling, a True Crime Podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm Tiffany.
1: And I'm Sarah.
0: And we're your and we're your hosts. <laughs> oh, we all screwed that one up.
1: Okay, my my brain just As went so gosh. blank. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we? Ooh. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah my my black cat I had to take to the vet yesterday Capone Capone he's super overweight he's got dandruff he's been drinking a lot all the signs lead to diabetes so we had to get him uh some blood drawn and some urine samples and turns out he does not have diabetes so yay but ever he's th- just fat he's just massive he's he's under nineteen Tunky pounds boy. he's eighteen point six pounds.
1: That's not better.
2: (laughs) I thought he was pushing 20, so I'm pretty happy about it.
1: (laughs) You're like, he's under 19, but, like, less than half a pound.
2: Um, but, ever since he got back, Maya just will not stop hissing at him. She's like, I don't like the way you smell, I've never, like, smelled this before, leave me alone, you're a new cat, so... What a rude. Yeah, if you hear them fighting in the background, I'm not sorry about it. They're cats. (laughs) (laughs) You don't
1: control them. (laughs) No.
2: I can control my dog a little bit, but not my cats. Other than that, how was your week? Well, hold on. Speaking of my dog, Mm. Sarah,
1: do you want to give her (gasps) a
0: treat? Missy. Today, today.
1: (laughs) Missy, can you sit?
0: Wait. Make her her work for it. Nope, Sarah, look at me. Grab
2: your drink. Yes. But also put it on her nose and make her work for it. Because she about hasn't we worked say, for any yet. Misty, say I love you. She won't do it for food.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: It's weird. No. Misty, okay. say I love you.
1: <laughs> I love you. Uh, I love you. I wish you were
2: on video. This is adorable. I love you.
1: <laughs> she says, give me the treat. Wait. Wait. Stay. Stay.
0: You have to So, d- tilt her nose down. Or oh, that's fine. So today's her <laughs> birthday.
2: She's six. And she's gotten a lot of treats today. And we currently have a treat resting on her nose because that is her best party trick.
1: Okay, Misty.
2: she hasn't had to work for any of them yet. Do you
1: like green grapes that sit in the green grass? Good girl. (laughs) (laughs) I always want to, I just test the G's every once in a while, you know.
2: Yeah, and if you say good or girl, she won't get it. But when you say good girl together, she's like, that's it.
1: If I said girl, she wouldn't get it? Mm -mm. If I said good,
2: she wouldn't even start? Sometimes she (laughs) flinches a little bit, like expecting us to say it, but no. Hmm.
1: What What a good girl.
2: I know, right? So yeah, that's my My best
0: update. Do you have
2: anything else to update us on? Um... No, me and Alex got free engagement photos, I can't remember if I already mentioned that or not. Yeah, when you did you do that? Uh, I don't know, hopefully soon.
1: Yeah, um, I think you did mention them, but you hadn't, like, done them yet, I think you were going yeah. to. Yeah,
2: and then we're touring Olympic Valley Stables this week, which I know I mentioned last time, um, work has been hectic, uh, yeah, I don't know, it, nothing's really changed. Yeah. <laughs> so, except for Missy's birthday.
0: Bailey? How was your week? Sorry. I was taking a sip of my <laughs> Um, My week was okay. I have a double ear infection, so I'm not drinking at the moment. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm here. Drink you're him up. here and you're... Drinking my pillier. I don't know. Uh, no. So I was... Ha- I've been having ear pain. I, th- I don't know if I talked about it last week, but my ears have been bothering me for like two weeks. And then at work the other day, I just like kept getting dizzy and like was having very severe ear pain and so I left early and went to urgent care and the doctor literally looks at my ear and she goes "Ooh, yikes and I was like no not something I want to hear from a doctor yeah right?
1: maybe keep that in your brain yeah, yeah.
0: and she was like she was like you have like a very severe sinus infection in your left ear or ear infection in your left ear and I was like what and she said that for the past two weeks, I've had an ear infection that's just been getting worse and worse and worse. Ugh. And she was like, Your pain tolerance must be super high. And I was like, Maybe, I guess so. <laughs> I Apparently.
1: Um, redheads are known for low pain tolerance because we have like a gene. We're missing a gene or we have an extra. I don't know. So basically, something. what you're saying oh, is you're a little you're a bitch. Devil. Yeah, pretty much.
0: You're a little bitch and you're a devil.
1: Yeah, but I'm not a little bitch about tattoos, but literally anything else. I'm like, yeah. Ow. And Jason no. hates it. He's always mm-hmm. like, Are you kidding? I'm like, It hurt
2: me. Oh, that's literally me. I have no like negative pain tolerance. It's, it's non existent. <laughs>
0: dramatic. Nice. I get hurt too much. Yeah, I'm just too dramatic apparently. <laughs> but yeah, so uh yeah, double ear infection. Left ear is really bad. And I'm on augmentin, which is like a super high dose antibiotic. Hmm. Yep. So well, I'm sorry,
1: boom. that's a bummer.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I'm still in a lot of pain, honestly. Like it's I'm not even wearing headphones right now because I can't deal with like something sitting on my ear and like just Putting sound into my brain, it's just I can't do it. I don't know. So basically, if uh, I have like three and a half more days of doses to do for my antibiotics, and if nothing changes, Misty. Yeah.
2: She, yeah. Misty's lopping up that water. I'm sorry. It's okay. She deserves it. It's
0: her birthday. It's her birthday. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I don't uh, get any better after I finish the antibiotics, I have to go to an ENT and likely have. The mucus sucked out of my sinus. Ew, Ew. can you okay, see done. it? We're done. <laughs> no, we're done. Wait, if
1: you look in your ear, can you see it? No. no. Good.
0: <laughs> no, but they think that it she was be caused by a sinus already. infection, and she was like, if it has nowhere to go, it's not going to drain, so, like...
1: Right. Ew. Tubes
0: everywhere. Ew. Can't
1: I wish wait. you could see it.
0: I don't. I'm going to look so cute.
1: For someone who says they like true crime, you don't like stuff like that. Oh, no, weird. I can do,
2: like, blood and... Gore
0: and but stuff, not the mucus like,
2: in my face no i can't and <laughs> i like, enjoy that kind of stuff like i let alex pop my one yeah. of my zits the other day for the very first time ever
1: <gasps> i always ask you and you never I know. let me and
2: he always asks me too and i never let him i
1: love but that shit i
2: legit she could not get these two i had a blackhead like on my earlobe and then one behind my earlobe and i couldn't get them myself Ugh. And I think it's absolutely foul. I've never let anybody pop any of my zits. And then I let him finally, because I just couldn't take
1: it anymore. For one of my birthdays, my friend once got me, like, the those silicone Ew, I mats. I don't want to talk about it. That you nope, put the stuff into, Sorry. and then you squeeze Sarah. it, and it comes Sarah. out. Sarah. So it's nope, like popping Sarah. pimples.
2: That's absolutely foul.
1: I'm. No. I, I love it. No. Misty, Misty, you're going to mess up the
2: head. Misty's going to. Oh, she thing. didn't even I'm do her. it. I know. I'm surprised she didn't mess anything up. As long as she stays right here. It's your mm-hmm. birthday. It's Sarah, your birthday.
1: How was your week? Mm. My week was good. I don't think I did much. But then again, I always forget. And you guys have to remind me that I did something. You
2: <laughs> did nothing that I know of. I know.
1: <laughs> and I don't think. And I, I think I
2: would anything.
0: know if you did anything special.
1: We just had your living. Yeah, I'm really not. I didn't really do much last yeah, week, so I guess. Really what did, did I do anything. over the weekend? <laughs> I went to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I had a weekend. Um, yeah, Jason and I went. So on Friday, we went to Bodega Bay. Bodega Bay? Bodega Bay.
0: At low. If you're listening right now, though, Bodega Bay?
1: It's my favorite. Um, we went to my favorite restaurant. I kind of, like, showed him around Bodega Bay. And then Saturday, we had a whole day in the city. And um, we, like, took the ferry over He'd never been on the ferry before, so we took the ferry over. We walked around all the shops. We like um, went to Ghirardelli Square, Fishman's Wharf. Went into like this cool spy shop and spent way too much money on like gadgets. Oh, fun. I gadgets? know.
0: Yeah. Gadgets. Yeah. Like Inspector Gadget. Well,
1: so Jason got a lock picking set because he's he really likes lock pick- picking. So like. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Is watch it just out. Like a hobby for him. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll <laughs> buy like locks and just like figure out how to pick them.
2: That is something I never knew about him.
1: Yeah, he really likes (laughs) walk-picking. And then um, I got these, like, phone lenses that, you know, you clip over your phone camera. Oh, I have those. Yeah, so we were fucking around with those on the ferry on the way back. Yeah, like
2: a fisheye one, and, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I have three of them. I forget I have them. I got a
1: 10-pack. Wow. Yeah, I don't know I have three,
2: but one of them you can remove, so there's actually, like, four.
1: I don't know what they all do yet, but... Oh,
2: yeah, they're so much fun. I can't believe I don't use them. I know. I've had them for... Granted, now that I have three cameras... No, it phone, still works. So do I. Yeah, but how do you... It you... just
1: goes on the top corner. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we had fun. It was a good weekend. Um,
0: wow, you almost didn't even talk about I it. I know. Rude.
2: Speaking of that, I also forgot that I had a spa day this weekend, so it was
1: fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we with your the... grandma, right?
2: Yeah, we went to the Atlantis in Reno, the casino, and had a spa day with my grandma, because she was in town, and my mom and my brother's girlfriend. It was her birthday, So, shout out, happy birthday to Christina. Um, Hopefully they listened to this on their drive to Texas. Um, But yeah, so that was fun. That's all I have, though. Nice. I cut my hair. Did you? Oh, yeah, your bangs. Oh.
1: It looks nice. You had it, like, tucked so I couldn't tell. Yeah. A little
0: face frame
1: action. A little hot girl summer shit. A little hot girl (laughs) summer (laughs) shit. Aw, Misty Maeve.
0: Um, Cool. Well, yeah, cool. Uh, We're ready to get the show on the road. Yeah. We can't hear anything. I'm very excited about this case because they've been talking about it since last week, and I'm not involved in it because I don't work from home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna try to keep this one a secret until the end, like the big twist. But um, there's no chance. I decided it. Yeah, it wouldn't make a lot of sense, and then I'd have to backtrack a lot, and you guys would not. I feel like you'd lose interest after yeah. a hot second, but. Um, all right, well, here we go. Are we ready? I'm ready. Okay. Travis was born in Festus, Missouri on October 21st, 1995. Missouri. Missouri. At three days old, he was adopted by Sandra and Jerome Harold. He's only a year older than me. Yeah. Who named him Travis after Sandra's favorite singer, Travis Tritt.
0: (gasps) Travis Tritt. I love Travis Tritt. Yeah, so do I. I have no idea who that is. (laughs) He's uh-huh.
1: like an older country artist. Yeah. Um, Sandy had a daughter named Sue, who Jerome raised on his own, or as his own, but by this point, she had gotten married and moved out. So, they had a kid. I mean, they still have a kid, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're empty nesters. Yeah. So why not adopt? Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Together, the three of them lived at the Herald's home in Stamford, Connecticut, where Sandra and Jerome owned a towing company a what a towing company okay, like a tow I truck yeah I, um, at
2: first i thought you said towing and i'm like what? no it's because
1: i can't my l's and my w's very, sound like very similar i have a speech impediment it's
2: okay i have a list <laughs> um, i just talk really fast yeah i mean so we, no, we've I all got too. our things right <laughs>
1: yeah. um okay so i guess here's where i, I should tell you the twist before Travis. we get too far Travis, drumroll please,
2: He's a chimpanzee. Adorable. What?
1: He's a chimpanzee, Travis. He's not a
2: baby. He's a baby champ. He's a
1: three-day-old chimpanzee.
2: He's a baby champ. What the fuck? What are you <laughs> talking about right now? <laughs> it's a puzzling case, okay? Yeah, I mean,
1: well, it is kind of true crimey.
2: Kind of. Like, no, but yeah. What yes. the fuck, Travis?
1: Yeah, so I guess I, like, use the word adopted loosely since technically he was stolen from his mother who was stolen from the wild Aww. which is like a lot more sad if you think about it really um sad. yeah she his mom was stolen from the african jungle in the 70s and so she was like 25 um when she had travis and they tranquilized her in her cage and took travis at three days old
2: Aww. That's really sad. No, nope. mm. never mind. We'll get back to it. Yeah. In
1: in the wild, chimpanzees usually stay with their mother for, like, at least five years. Aww. So. Poor baby. Yeah. It's kind of sad. So he
2: grew up thinking that, like, these people were his parents, y-
1: right? Yes.
2: I mean, chimps are smart. Yeah.
0: Real smart.
1: Yeah. Real smart. And you'll see all the things that he could do. <laughs> it's kind of oh, wild. I'm excited. Um, yeah. So the breeder who... Um, they bought Travis from, her name was Connie Casey, and she ran a facility, that facility in uh, Missouri, and then after this whole thing happened, she tried to say that she was a rescue, and then PETA came after her, and, like, things did not go well for her.
2: <laughs> it's like Karabaskin, kind of.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, she's no longer, they, she doesn't have any facilities anymore. Like, she's done.
2: Good. It sounds like she
1: sucked. Yeah. Um, so the Heralds treated Travis like a human son. They fed him formula and they made him sleep in a crib in their bedroom. And then, um, he was walking around, like, within six months, which is the average time for a a baby chimpanzee to start walking. So that's when they had to be like, okay, you can't be in a crib anymore. Um, so they had to retrofit the home to, like, take care of the chimpanzee.
0: That's, like, so wild. I'm just, wild. like, okay, wait, can we just, like, I'm still hung up with the fact that you're actually talking about a chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis. Why, why, why did they do this? Like, why, why did they adopt do what?
1: him? Oh, because. Because it's cute, probably. Because, okay, actually, I didn't put this in here, but I was reading that Sandra, she used to, um, her and Jerome and her daughter Sue used to barrel race and so they'd go around rodeos and at one there was a traveling like chimpanzee act and one of the baby chimpanzees like came and took a gummy bear like out of her hand and she like decided that she loved chimpanzees Aww. yeah
2: she's a fun- I'm lunatic. Yeah. I, know. I mean, let's be real. I would also have a chimpanzee if
0: I could.
1: No. No, you not yeah. after this story. I well. know where the story's
0: going. I've known since you said it was a chimpanzee, I know where it's going. Yeah. And it's a true crime podcast. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they separated off a large room in the house with a cage that had a, a slider door to an outside enclosure. And then um, they also put a lockable metal door on their own bedroom. Which I feel like if you have to put uh, a giant metal door on your own bedroom, you probably yeah, just like, shouldn't get rid of really the animal. Crazy, that kind of thing. Like, like, my I dog mean, and
2: cats couldn't get through my own door. Like, a right, wooden door. alone yeah. a little
1: lockable metal one. I, I just don't want anything in my house that I have to have metal doors to keep away.
2: Yeah, seriously.
1: Um, He only used his room, though, and the outside enclosure when he was left a- alone. Otherwise, they just let him have free range of the house. And instead of sleeping in his own room, he usually slept in their bed, like with them at night. I hate that. Oh, mm-hmm. I think it's cute. <laughs> okay, we're on very different sides of the <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just like a big animal Tip- person. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. What? Tiffany's terrified of opening the window to let some cool, <laughs> fresh air into her hot ass apartment.
2: Well yeah. Because she doesn't want bugs. Correct, because bugs suck. But animals are different um, and we don't have a screen on the
1: Okay, um, well, you definitely don't have any metal doors in here, so don't go getting any chimpanzees. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Out of there.
2: Yeah, Alex is worried about the cats jumping out. But we're, I can, we're sitting right here. Yeah, I right got you. We have
1: good views. They're fine. Um, they taught him how to use the bathroom on his own, brush his teeth, ride a tricycle and a bicycle... He drove a sit-on lawnmower, and he could dress himself in the clothes that Sandra bought him. Stop
2: it! See, this is so pure and adorable.
1: I'm sorry. It's a wild animal. They also let him come to work at the towing company every day, where he had a large room above the shop that had a trampoline. (laughs) Oh my! Yeah, it had a trampoline, tire swings, ropes to climb on. Like he was decked out. Happy.
2: Yeah, and like, hey, watch! Oh, that little. (laughs) No, 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 Capone.
0: He turned yeah.
2: to for it. Uh, now that we're talking about it, Capone is literally trying to escape through the window. Oh, this jerk. thing is so hard to close. I know. We never um. open it. It makes sense.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, so he was, like, set up up there. And everyone at the towing company, like, loved him. Like, all the workers there would, like, love coming to work every day and, like, seeing him. He was really yeah, nice. I would, too. Um. I'm sorry. Yeah, so... He'd sit at the table for dinner, and he even had a favorite restaurant, and it was an Italian place named Pellicci's, if I'm saying that right. it that's so cute. And he would always order, well, I guess not really order, because, like, he can't talk, talk, but (laughs) apparently Sandra said that he would, like, point at the things that he wanted on the menu, so unclear whether he could read. (laughs)
2: i mean like they're smart i don't know if they're that smart right exactly
1: exactly um but he always ordered filet mignon and lobster so he had expansive tastes i mean
2: relatable i don't like lobster but i get it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah bougie um he also loved ice cream so much that he had memorized the ice cream man's route um, so that he would always be outside when the ice cream man came by. That's kind of adorable. I keep yeah. getting,
2: like, so, I'm already so attached to him. Uh, Why do you have to do this to me? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah.
1: Um, he could pretty much do, like, almost anything a human could do. And he even drove his sure. own car. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, multiple people around town had seen him driving his favorite car, which was, um, a Corvette.
2: Oh my gosh. Hey, babe, would you let our chimpanzee drive your Corvette? Because I wouldn't have a Corvette, let's be real.
1: I can't close that. <laughs> um, Sandra's daughter, Sue, had a son around the same time, whose name was Tyler, and since Travis was obviously growing so much faster than Tyler, Travis they'd give Tyler to Travis, and he would like hold him, and take care of him, and kiss him like a younger brother, and like play...
2: I'm sorry, you're still making me want a chimpanzee. Yeah,
1: which, but like, I don't wouldn't give my I wouldn't give my infant child to a chimpanzee. As
0: long as he can hold his head up, like I wouldn't care. Mm, Yeah,
1: until the chimpanzee
0: loses its shit and just
2: uh, grabs us and crushes it. it Yeah, like. Yeah, but I wouldn't be thinking of that because I raised that chimp. No, and like it's still
1: a wild animal.
2: My friend has literal. Well, his uncle in Mexico has literal tigers. And, and I those get are still it, wild animals. I get it. it's, well, yeah, it's Mexico. It's different. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, I wouldn't necessarily trust them around my children or anything. But chimps are much less aggressive animals. No, they are
1: very aggressive animals.
2: Not compared to tigers.
1: Yes. 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 To no. Chimpanzees yes. are very aggressive. And
2: they're also not nearly as strong and aggressive. Like, Chimpanzees are as Tiffany? strong as you, six full-grown men. Like, are you okay? Six
1: full-grown men. Six of Alex coming at you right now.
2: I'm not scared. Look at him.
1: I, you are tripping. <laughs> His face. You are tripping.
2: <laughs> anyway, anyway. I want a chimpanzee as of right now in this story. No.
1: Okay. Well, that'll change uh travis became kind of like a local celebrity and everyone had pictures with him even the police officers Mm -hmm. like there was there's so many pictures online of him with every single police officer in town um
2: i can't wait to see oh bailey's looking it up right now so we can (laughs) see it
1: and he actually really loved police officers like no one knew why but he just he preferred to see the police officers over anyone else and, um, people had pictures of him plastered on, like, buildings, cars, signs, everything. And they would stop to take oh, pictures.
2: Wait. Sarah, he was so cute.
1: As a chat, like, baby little infant thing.
2: Yeah, no, you need to stop looking so you don't get anything ruined. It's already ruined. I know what happens.
1: Um. I know we shouldn't
2: have done that. <laughs> I know.
1: People would stop to take pictures in grocery stores and restaurants. And they would hand him infant children to hold for pictures this is what i'm saying like that's dumb so eventually sue sandra's daughter remarried what i don't
2: know (laughs) where's my cat
1: he's over there okay
2: Okay. (laughs) sorry
1: um eventually sue remarried so sandra's daughter and she moved to south carolina where she had two more kids with her second husband she was making trips back and forth to, to Connecticut to move the rest of her things, and in September of 2000, she was driving on the highway at night, and she had been complaining of back pain, the, like, during that day, so she took some painkillers, and she drifted off the road and hit a tree.
2: <gasps> Were her kids Sue? okay?
1: Um, she only had her infant daughter in the car.
2: Was she okay? And
1: she was, like, unscathed. Oh, Um, Sue God. was ejected from the vehicle, though, and killed on impact. <gasps>
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Mm-hmm. So Sandra why didn't
2: you her seatbelt on?
1: Exactly, that's guys, what I was thinking.
2: This is a PSA to wear your damn seatbelt. Yeah, you for real. It even if you have your on, but it's a, a highly less likely. Yeah, wear your seatbelt.
1: Right. Um. So, Sandra blamed Sue's new husband for her death <gasps> because, like, he was the one who moved her out to South Carolina because he was starting a mechanics business
2: okay if she doesn't want to wear her seatbelt she doesn't want to wear her seatbelt like that's right. not his fault well he was
1: saying or Sandra was saying because like her husband moved her away from home and she was like on that highway because it's just I get, just, I get it but like
2: like it's she not doesn't fair believe. Like, that's she's not in fair denial. She the guy lost his someone.
1: the guy lost his wife and the mother of his children like
2: yeah like it's I, I get you want to blame someone or something for what happened to your own daughter, but, like, that could have happened on to any, any highway, yeah, exactly on any street, if she wasn't yeah equipped to I just, be I don't it. think that's fair no, for her to I say totally that. No, I totally agree.
1: So, she became depressed, she rarely left the house after, after Sue's death, and considered Travis now her only child. Like, lost oh. contact with her grandchildren, everything. Really? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Now okay. Misty
2: wants to say I love you. Um.
1: So by this point, Travis was five years old. Uh, male chimpanzees reach full maturity by the age of nine, can be as wow. tall as 4'11", and weigh about 150 pounds.
2: And I feel like you don't, like, realize how big chimpanzees are. Yeah. I took a whole, um, was it anthropology? Not, yeah?
1: Anthropology no. is like the study of... Like religions not, and civilizations.
2: Not anthropology. Um, civilizations,
1: isn't it? Uh, Zoology.
2: No. About like.
1: Primatology.
2: Biology? No. Huh. Biology. No. Um, like the study of humans, like and our bone structure and like. Anatomy. anatomy? No. Um, like from ancient times to now, like.
1: <laughs> oh okay, I took a class. Oh, what the fuck are you talking? About? Archaeology. No, I have no I idea. Don't know where my um it doesn't matter, just keep talking okay, I'll anyway. find it <laughs> so when Travis turned eight, he weighed two hundred pounds and like,
2: oh my god he, he was he's a big boy, yeah
1: um and so Sandra and Jerome were at the beach one day, and he Jerome had a glass of wine and and Travis came over and was like curious about what he was drinking, and so Jerome like let him have a sip of wine, and turns out he really liked it, so oh. They all had, like, a nightly ritual of all having a glass of wine together after dinner. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: So weird. Mm hmm
1: So one night in October of 2003, the three of them went out to the tow shop, and while they were sitting at the intersection at a light, a pedestrian threw an empty soda bottle through the open window of the car, and it hit Travis. (gasps) So Travis got out of the car, started running across the road like, towards the pedestrian, but then he just stopped and, like, looked around.
2: Wow, he's as angry as Alex.
1: Yeah, and then at one point, he lunged at, like, a different pedestrian, but didn't actually touch anyone, and then he just laid down in the middle of the intersection and started rolling around and stopped traffic completely, like, no one could move.
2: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) So, he started to climb over the stopped cars. He was, like, hooting and smiling like he was having fun. He was, like, hopping around from car to car. And so at some point, someone called the police department about a loose chimpa- chimpanzee in the downtown area, and 12 police officers were sent down to get the situation under control.
2: Could you imagine being that police officer? Like <laughs> showing <laughs> up, like,
1: I have to deal with what? Well, they all know him. <laughs> uh, that's He's true, like a local true, celebrity. Yeah. So it, might have, it must have been like someone from out of town being like, there's a literal monkey on their own. Like, yeah, <laughs> why oh is no one doing anything? Gosh. What's going
0: on in this town of Missouri?
1: <laughs> well, this is in Connecticut. Oh.
0: Um, What the fuck is going on in this town in Connecticut?
1: Right. So then when the police officers got there, Travis chased the officers away and, like, kept evading capture. And then he would go around smacking the officers on the ass and then, like, (laughs) running away before they could catch him. You asshole. Stop it. Um, Sandra tried, like, cookies and ice cream to lure him back into the car. But every time he got in, he would just get back out before they could lock the doors. But, like, he knew how to unlock the doors, so I don't really know. Like, there's not much you can do in that situation. He can just unlock the doors.
2: Yeah. Okay. I found it. It is anthropology. I was right. Mm. So, we studied, like, human origins, and we studied, like, um, different primates, like, quote-unquote, came before us, and we studied the whole, Why do you say quote-unquote? Because I don't believe we came from monkeys. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? We've been through this. She's religious. I yeah, we <laughs> have different views. It's fine. It's fine. We, and we still are best friends. It's what do okay. you think?
1: You came from a rib bone of some fucking wacko dude?
2: Yeah. I don't think that, like, the Earth is just magically... oh Oops. Just magically appear, and, like, all of a sudden we're here. But it doesn't matter. They boom, baby. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense. And I get how you would think that religion doesn't make sense. It's fine, we're still so BFFs. Anyway <laughs> Um, we studied like primates before us and like evolution and all that good stuff and
1: You studied this and you don't believe it still? Yeah. Oh Tiffany, that's a conversation I have never had with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well probably because I already know your beliefs. I don't need to have a conversation with you. Anyway, um so, yeah, I studied anthropology in college and I like, granted, I didn't, it was an online course and I didn't pay a ton of attention because I just Googled everything for it and I passed away. Um, but I never realized how big chimpanzees actually got to. Oh, yeah. That's my whole point to this entire thing <laughs> that I never re- realized how big they got. Yeah. They and know I they to, get like, big. I had to study like their bone structure and everything and mm-hmm. I had to like, Point them out from a gorilla or right. um, regular monkey. You're like this, that, and yeah. like find out which fossils would have been theirs. Right, and I still never realized like how big they got.
1: Oh yeah, they're and like they're mostly muscle too. They're way stronger in their muscle structure since like their body, their arms are longer, their legs are longer. They have more capacity for muscle. So like they're just fully oh, ripped. My laptop is neat. Um. Yeah. Anyway, this whole situation on the intersection went on for two hours before Travis- I would lose my shit. Yeah. I'd be fucking running that stupid monkey (laughs) over.
0: (laughs) Get back in the goddamn car right now.
1: Um, And then Travis just decided that he was tired. So he just got back into the car, buckled his seatbelt, and was ready to go home. He just
2: buckled his seatbelt? He buckled his
1: seatbelt. He was like, okay, we can go now. I still love him. So he got grounded. Like, actually grounded when he got home. Like, you would a regular child. Um, but nobody pressed charges, and the police officers wrote in their reports that he was just being playful, because they all like knew him and they all loved him. Um, so Shame yeah, like I'm yeah, on your side for now. Nothing really like came out of it. Um, the incident though did prompt ha- uh, prompt the state to pass a law stating that it was illegal to own a primate over fifty pounds, and required people owning exotic pets of any kind to apply for a permit. But the Department of Environmental Protection was aware that the Heralds were breaking the law, but they thought that if they tried to take Travis, people would be, like, up in arms over them taking a local celebrity. So they just decided not to do anything.
2: hmm I, like, I I get both sides.
1: But well, yeah, their thinking was, like, okay, we're not going to win this in court. Like, yeah. Like, it's just still going like, to be a waste of time. Like, you have to move
2: it to, like, a different state <laughs> for... Th- for anyone to be like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I get it, but...
2: And I'm... I... I... You already kind of told me what happened, so, like, I'm not on t- Team Travis, but as of right now, I'm still on Team Travis. <laughs> like, I love him.
1: Right. I so, want one,
2: as of right now.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so, Stanford's animal control officer, and I couldn't, like, find her n- her name, um, but she was, like, the most concerned... And so she contacted primatologists and told Sandra, like, blank, point blank what they told her, and that was, by Travis's age, he was a fully sexualized adult chimpanzee, and in the wild, he would have been having sex 50 times a day. <gasps> what? 50 times a day. Right. Um, and they, they'd be, like, fighting each other to figure out what the so, hierarchy is. Are they
2: not one of those species that, like, has one mate?
1: No, any? they're not monogamous.
2: Okay, monogamous, yeah. Yeah. Because aren't dolphins?
1: Dolphins have sex for fun.
2: Yes, that's correct. Um, But I don't know if they're monogamous, though. Maybe I'm thinking... I feel like dolphins are monogamous. But maybe I'm thinking of something else. Doesn't matter.
1: Right, Um. yeah, I'm not sure. But, like, in the... Like, these are instincts. You know? Like, he he has sex 50 times a day. He... I know that there's, like,
2: exotic animal veterinarians out there. Mm. Do they fix... Exotic animals—is that a thing? Do you know? I would assume so. I would assume so yes. too. If you have one as a pet, and you have like the right to have one as a pet,
1: I didn't find anything about if he was fixed or not. I'm not sure. That's I a good just, question. I've actually. never
2: like thought about that. Yeah, until right now. I didn't
1: think of. A, yeah, I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't imagine he had like giant balls hanging around.
2: <laughs> he may. Have.
1: I mean, shit. Who knows? <laughs> I, I mean, have no idea. That's a good question. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, you should. So, uh, he, she also told Sandra that he was at least as strong as five adult human men and he could become violent or unpredictable and could still live another 50 years at least. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause Can they lived, they lived to like 60 in captivity.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. And how old are the parents, the parents, the, the um, I don't
1: know. Sandra was 72 oh my gosh. in 2010 or eleven. Oh, yeah, so he would
2: have much outlived them.
1: Oh, yeah, he would have, yeah. yeah. And, like, then what happens to him, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, the officer said that Sandra couldn't possibly take care of um, and control Travis for that long. But Sandra decided that Travis had never even shown a little bit of violent tendencies, so she ignored the officer... Even though in 1996 he bit a woman on the hand and tried to drag her into a car. <laughs> and in 1999 he bit a different man on the thumb. But, like, he's never been violent. Guys. And he was
2: only three and
1: two three or whatever. He was, yeah, one and three.
2: One and three. Okay. So but I he's found never it. been
1: violent. Don't worry. Um,
2: AspenExotics.com says get your exotic pet spader neutered here at Anderson Exotic Veterinary Clinic.
1: Yeah, but what about for a chimpanzee? Because that's a little different. I don't
2: know. They're exotic. They are. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Spaying and neutering can rectify those issues. Let me just type in chimpanzees.
1: Can you neuter?
0: I just want to interrupt this really quick and have everybody turn their attention to outside and how gorgeous the sunset is.
2: Yeah, y'all should all live in Tahoe. It's beautiful here. No, they shouldn't. Oh, it says monkey- you're right. <laughs> it says
1: monkeys in general can be spayed and neutered at any age.
2: Okay, you typed in something much better than me because
1: I just typed in, "Can you neuter a chimpanzee?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said, "Do chimpanzees get
1: fixed?" <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um. Okay, but let's rewind for a minute, shall we? Let's and
2: show. Wait, hold on. This answer talks about kittens. Anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Travis's parents like chimpanzee parents uh, whose okay. names were Coco and Susie.
2: Uh, I love them.
1: Mm, two years before the 2003 incident with Travis, they escaped a breeding the breeding facility that he came from in Missouri and he they broke out a third chimp and then they ran across the ranch that they all lived on and went to a 17 year old house, and his name was Jason Coates. Hey, uh, Maya, why are you angry?
2: Sorry, I told you guys, Maya's hissing at Capone. and um, spit
1: on
0: me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so Jason and some friends were pulling into the driveway after a long trip- I skipped a line. Jason and some friends were pulling- <laughs> Into the driveway after just a regular-sized trip to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and when the chimps came up to their car, baring their teeth and rocking the car side to side, they obviously were thinking that these chimps were being aggressive, because that's what an aggressive chimp, I would
2: think, looks like. I would think so, too, if yeah. the chimp is at my car, rocking me side to side. I'd and, like, terrified. showing
1: its teeth at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so jason was able to get out of the car and into the house where he grabbed his shotgun by the time that's
2: impressive how did he get out i don't know
1: and they just say like right and like run to the house i don't know but he's a badass and he didn't yeah um so but by the time he came outside casey the breeder had arrived and had already tranquilized susie so that's travis's mother Mm-hmm. but Susie was still awake, just sitting at the edge of the road, playing with the flowers in the grass, probably oh. high out of her mind from the tranquilizer.
2: Oh, she's like, look at how pretty these are.
1: Yeah, Casey begged Jason not to shoot and to let her take Susie back to the ranch, but Jason shot through Susie three times. <gasps> yeah, and then Susie died two hours later.
2: Oh, it, took, it took her two hours to mm-hmm. die?
1: Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm not actually sure what happened to the other two chimps that escaped, but I assume they just made it back to the ranch. Like, they were also tranquilized and probably taken back. Oh, that's so sure. sad. I'm not sure. Yeah. Several neighbors said that the chimps... I mean, chimpanzee... let them
2: stay wild, but, like, also really right. sad. Yeah.
1: Um, it makes me sad that she was, like, playing with the flowers in the grass. i like...
2: yeah! Why did you have to add that detail I in? I know,
1: because I just want to break your heart a little bit.
2: And, like... I keep well, and also, I want a chimpanzee, but, like, in reality, no, I don't. No. You know
1: what I mean? But also, like, I think it, it tie- that detail, like, ties into this next part, which is several neighbors said that the chimpanzees were just being playful and weren't actually a threat, and Jason was convicted of property damage and animal abuse.
2: <gasps> oh, my gosh. hmm
1: And he spent, uh, like, only a month in jail. It's not, like, that bad, but he still believed, though, that the chimps were dangerous and that he did what he needed to, to to do to protect himself and his friends.
2: And I can I can get that point of view. I can totally. Understand I mean,
1: that. look.
2: Granted, she was tranquilized at that point.
1: But at that point. You,
2: but yeah, like you look at them. If if you saw what they were doing, like they're clearly a threat.
1: Well, I mean, you got three of them against however many people are in that car, and like they're not small animals. They have huge teeth. They're insanely strong. Like. I would be threatened, too, if even... Because if I don't know what a chimp looks like playing versus, like, trying to attack me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, You don't know. Like, if you're not familiar with it, then, yeah, it's terrifying.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's scary when a dog charges at you. Like, I can't imagine a whole chimp.
1: (laughs) Right. And Sandy knew... Sandra, she knew about all of this (sighs) because Casey called to let her know. Like, hey, Travis's parents did this. Um... So, I don't see how she could be in that much denial that, like, a literal wild animal is just inherently dangerous. Yeah. But, um, no. He's never been violent. Even though he bit two people, it's fine.
2: No, he's an angel in my mind, still. Yeah. But they did (laughs)
1: stop taking him out in public after that, at least. Like, he was strictly on house arrest. So, in 2000... Yeah. In 2005, Jerome went to work and started to feel sick and in pain so he asked one of his employees to take him to the hospital when he got there he was diagnosed with stomach cancer and he had to stay in the hospital where sandra now spent most of her time with him
2: oh no that's so sad Mm -hmm. sorry guys it's okay you didn't screw anything up
1: um travis didn't understand why jerome wasn't coming home even though he could smell him on sandra's clothes when she came back from the hospital Mm -hmm. and he would get very angry hearing jerome's voice over the phone it would take pictures of Jerome off the wall to kiss and to hug, so she had to take Aww. them all down and put them all away in That's boxes. That's so
2: sad. Yeah. It is really sad. Like, Misty would never. <laughs> I, I put it on their dog and come home, and Misty just doesn't even notice.
1: Oh, Nova does. She's like, where were you? No,
0: and everyone always Timber does that. that. Every time I go home, like, from here, she, like, jumps up on me and sniffs me, because she smells Misty.
2: No, like, everyone is always like, oh, my dog's going to be so jealous. And I'm like, my dog doesn't even notice. <laughs> oh, Nova does. Nova Not does Misty. for
1: sure. Um, eventually, Travis just started rocking back and forth for hours in a state of depression. Aw, poor dude. Well, they live in, like, very large... Lo- they can have, like, up to 250, like, other monkeys in their, like, family groups. Like, they're very family-oriented creatures. Aww. And at this point, he only has two people.
2: Yeah, and one now. Yeah, that's so sad.
1: Right, and so one night when Sandra was visiting Jerome in the hospital, he told her that if he died, she should give Travis to a sanctuary because he didn't think that she could handle him on her own, and he didn't want her to be alone in the house with him. So obviously, uh, he had some idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on April twelfth, two thousand five, Jerome died, and Sandra stopped talking oh, to her that's friends. So sad. Yeah. Sandra stopped talking to all of her friends and stayed in the house with Travis 99% of the time.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: He would brush her hair when she cried, but huh. he would still rock back and forth for hours. Aww. Yeah. After almost a year after Jerome died, Sandra wrote a letter to the chimpanzee sanctuary in Florida. The last paragraph of the letter said, quote, I have no family, my only child, Susan had gotten killed in an auto accident four years before Jerry died, and who Travis also loved. My grandkids live in North Carolina, and I don't see them very often. I live alone with Travis, we eat and sleep together, but I am worried that if something happens to me, as suddenly as my husband, what would happen to Travis? Therefore, I have to try to do something before that happens. I set up a trust fund for him, but that's not enough. He needs someone to play with of his own kind and have the best uh, she had typos in this. I, I hadn't, uh, and have. I'm just gonna read it as it's, have the best, most possible life. If I'm not here to care for him, I would love to see and talk to you if that's possible. I'm flying down to see your member event enclosed. Is our donation? I look forward to meeting with you. Aww, so like she, she knows really
2: cared about him. Though. Yeah, like they they very clearly had like the best intentions. Right. for him. Yeah. And didn't want to be those, like, shitty, exotic animal parents.
1: Right. And so oh, she... Ad- sad. Yeah. She added pictures of Travis and her and Jerome and she added a $250 check. Hmm. But she never mailed it and she never went to the event.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. she
1: was gonna try and she then just she just like, didn't.
2: I mean... I don't know. I can only imagine, like, if it were me and Misty, granted Misty's a dog, very different situation, but if I were not in the position to ever care for my dog, or I was scared that maybe she would become a danger to me if Alex were to ever go, like, right. I don't know, I don't know how how I would react, but I can imagine, like, I love this dog like she's my own child, like, I
0: I love her like I gave birth to her.
1: Right, and like you I too. understand how it's hard.
0: <laughs> you too, yeah. I love her. If, if you guys haven't seen my Instagram photo for Missy's birthday, everyone go look at it. Me and her look really good. <laughs>
2: well, I can't now.
0: By the time this comes well, out, it's gonna be gone. No, you
1: posted one on your actual yeah, Instagram. Oh, no, Yeah, but her story,
2: she posted like nine stories for Missy's birthday. <laughs> which so is Literally cute. more than I did. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, I yeah, I I get how it was probably like really hard. Especially she's lost her husband, she's lost her daughter. Yeah, like, That's he's like, all she has left. Exactly.
2: Like, if I lost Alex and the four cats, like, right. Missy is all I have.
1: Right. Um, so now let's rewind again a little bit. Sandra met Charla Nash back when Sue was a child, and they traveled as a family for rodeos in the area. While they were with uh, the singer, Loretta Lynn's Traveling Rodeo, Sandra and Charla became super close, creating a lifelong friendship. When Jerome died, Sandra invited Charla to come live with her in the loft apartment that Sue had once lived in. She gave Charla a job at the tow company, and Charla would help take care of Travis if Sandra ever left the house, which she rarely did. Yeah. Um, in 2008, Sandra began construction for a new addition of the house that Jerome had designed for Travis before he died.
0: He was gonna
1: build Travis a house. Well, like an addition to the home, yeah. yeah. Probably like a bigger enclosure or something. Okay. Um. So, at this point, Travis is 14 years old, five feet tall, and weighed 240 pounds. Oh my
2: gosh! Which is
1: morbidly obese for a chimpanzee. I was just
2: gonna say, you said they get to like 150. Yeah, he's 90 pounds overweight. 100.
1: 200. Oh my gosh. Um. In the wild, chimpanzees are omnivores, and they eat meat, fruit, flowers, and leaves but the heralds were feeding him ice cream and sodas and candy oh, no. so all i'm saying is if you're going to have an exotic animal like at least research how yeah, to properly take care well, of them
2: another thing i learned in college which i didn't learn much in college as a girl <laughs> but um <laughs> alex just gave me the glare no him and i both like anyway, turned to look at you at the same I time i literally did not learn much in college but one thing I did learn is that humans are the only species that can handle dairy as they get older. So yeah. some people are lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. which is normal, but every other species becomes lactose intolerant yeah. as they get older. Like, right. people always think that you can just give cats milk, mm-hmm. like it's good for them, but it's not. No. Like, that's a, a stereotype. Right. So I was just informing somebody about this the other day. He's like, oh, sh- so I shouldn't give my dog ice cream and I was like no, no. like no. dog ice cream is fine because there's no dairy in it
1: or sugar you, they don't need that much sugar yeah
2: but I'm like ice cream is not like human ice cream is not okay for your no. dog
1: and no and with
2: any other species including right. chimpanzees well and I
1: get that like he's human like so you want to treat him like a human but like
2: but he's no. still an animal
1: and yeah. do your, do your research yeah exactly I, it just made me mad like there's no reason for him to be morbidly obese
2: right well <laughs> my cat is but I only, I feed him only cat food, and I don't feed him that much. Right. He just, he's just fat. I don't
1: know. He's just tonky. Um, so at this point, Travis hadn't left the house in four years.
2: Oh, no. Mm-hmm. He's probably going crazy.
1: hmm
2: Oh, literally.
1: So on February 16th, while Sandra was cleaning Travis's room, he grabbed the keys, unlocked the front door, and went into the front yard. Sandra had noticed that he had been agitated that day, and he didn't want to do any of the things that he usually did like, um, which were, like, coloring, watching TV, he had a pet cat that he liked to pet and hang out with, um, and he wasn't interested in food, which for a morbidly obese chimpanzee is (laughs) unusual.
2: If Capone was not interested in food, I'd be worried.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so she decided to dose him with Xanax in his afternoon tea.
2: Um...
1: Mm-hmm. Again, and I'll talk about that. I don't
2: have exotic animals, but is that okay? No, and okay, I'll talk about I didn't that. Think so.
1: <laughs> but now he was outside, running around the cars, trying to get in, like he wanted to go for a ride. And I think he was just stir crazy at this point. You know, like he yeah. grew up going out and seeing people and like riding in cars, and now he's just trapped at home.
2: Right.
1: Um, so Sandra called Charla and explained what was going on and that she couldn't get him back into the house. And Charla says that Sandra asked her for help, but Sandra says Charla volunteered her help, which was, like, a big thing in, like, the aftermath of this case. Um, either way, Charla got back to the house at around 3.40, and she was holding an Elmo doll that Travis, like, r- usually really liked. She got out of the car and was holding it in front of her face to, like, try to lure him in um, to the house, and immediately... Travis ran the 35-foot distance.
2: Sorry. <laughs> my cats keep trying to get outside. Rex. Rex, back up. Oh my gosh. Back up. It's just too <laughs> hot in here to not have it open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, like,
1: rip him off the couch, but, like, gosh. Right. Um,
2: Wait, can we just talk about real quick, real quick sidetrack. Um, somebody messaged me the other day. About asking for money. <laughs> asking for what? Asking for money.
1: It was like one of those scams, like, hey, can you help me out? It like, they've like, been hacked.
2: And yeah, this girl... Me no, this girl had very clearly been hacked. Like, I hadn't talked right. to her since, like, sophomore year of high school. Very clearly had been hacked. And sh- this person was asking me for money. And Sarah, I was like, should I just, like, fuck with her? And Sarah was like, yeah. So Sarah came up with everything that I should say. But eventually, we got down to a carrier pigeon, and that's the only way that I would send the money to this person. And Sarah, Alex, did like, you read this? Yeah, I read them to him. <laughs> and um, so I replied to them <laughs> with with what Sarah said, and she was like, I, I have a carrier waste their pigeon time. named Tom, and. Tom, you have like I have to fly him out there. You have to give him a place to stay overnight. You have to provide this tickle me Elmo, which is his favorite toy to sleep with. He has to sleep <laughs> oh with that tickle gosh. me Elmo. I said
1: a warning. If he does not get his tickle me Elmo, sometimes he does screech loudly and become very aggressive. So please make sure he has this. Thanks. Literally, the whole thing was to just waste these people's time, yeah. and they like they sat there. Going. Well, they sat there and they like would read it and then actually take a couple minutes and like read this yeah. whole thing and they were just like wow okay
2: <laughs> like, they just kept going and then like eventually they were like never mind then and then eventually replied again and was like is there anywhere like anywhere else you can give me my money I'm like oh my gosh like they just so don't insane.
1: give up Ugh,
2: but just I'm, thinking of that her holding that Elmo in front of her face I'm yeah. like tickle me Elmo
1: yeah I know and when I was writing this case I was like hey <laughs> um so, yeah, she's holding the Elmo out. She's trying to get him back into the house. Like, she steps out of the car and is like, hey, look at this, so she can walk in the house. Um, And immediately he ran the 35-foot distance between them and slammed her into the side of the car. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Sandra started yelling at Travis, trying to get him to stop, telling them, telling him that it was Charlotte and that he knew her, because she was thinking, like, the Elmo was in front of her face, and so she... Could, travis like didn't recognize her right yeah um and then travis slammed charla to the ground where she was already bleeding everywhere
2: oh my gosh
1: Mm -hmm. sandra grabbed a snow shovel that was nearby and started hitting him over the head with it but it didn't stop him like not even a little bit
2: like it makes me sad for him but also like
1: it gets worse not it gets worse if you care about travis it gets worse
2: I mean, obviously, I care. I care about all animals. I know, I know. Like it makes me sad.
1: Yeah. So Sandra went into the house and grabbed a butcher knife, and then when she got back outside, oh, she she- had to kill him. Travis was chewing on uh, <gasps> Charla's face oh, no. and scalp. Oh no. Mm-hmm. She stabbed him in the back with the butcher knife three times, <gasps> and he stood up, looked directly in her face. And she says that the look that he gave her was like confused. Like, why are you doing this to me, mom?
2: Oh, yeah. It's like you're, it's like you're, sta- I mean, in her mind, it's like you're, you're stabbing, stabbing your himself. own child. And
1: he knows her as like a mother. Yeah. So he he just looked her straight in the face and then turned back around and continued <gasps> to attack Charlotte. Oh, no. Yeah. So Sandra ran to her car and dialed 911. And the call lasted 12 minutes. But oh, I'll, my gosh. Yeah. But I'll share the beginning of it. So, the operator says, what's the problem? Uh, Sandra said, well, this was after, like, 9 one yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, she said, what's the, she didn't just start, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured you guys didn't need to know that. If the nine
0: one one operator was just like,
1: what's the problem here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, help, please? <laughs> uh, I called because I, I have a situation. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, funny you should ask. <laughs>
1: so, Sandra says, send the police. Um, operator says, what's the problem there? Sandra, the, that, the chimp killed my friend. Operator, what's wrong with your friend? Sandra, oh please, send the police with a gun, with a gun, hurry up. Operator, who has the gun? Sandra, please, hurry up, please hurry up, he's killing my girlfriend. Operator, I need you to talk to me, I need you to calm down, why do you need someone there? Sandra, what? Please God operator what is the problem Sandra he's killing my friend operator who's killing your friend Sandra chimp my chimpanzee operator oh your chimpanzee is killing your friend
2: yeah he's probably like what do well like, he thought
1: this they thought this was a prank call
2: I can which understand is why it took 12 why, minutes yeah. which is why it took 12
1: minutes um Sandra yes he ripped her apart hurry up hurry up please operator what is going on what is the monkey doing tell me what the monkey is doing sandra he he ripped off her face oh no operator he ripped her face off sandra gun they've got to shoot him please please hurry hurry please operator ma'am ma'am i need you to calm down they're already on their way sandra i can't i can't he's eating her he's eating her
2: oh my gosh
1: operator he's eating her Sandra, please God, please, where are they? Where are they? Could you imagine getting that call?
0: No. And Can like you imagine like even having to make that call. Like I've right. actually
2: um thought about I've looked into being a dispatch officer. Me too. Yeah. But I feel like I personally don't have like the mental capacity to deal with that. Hold on.
1: To like take it. Okay. To, like, Um, leave it at the office? You you think you'd, like, take it home?
2: I don't think I would, aside from children. Mm. And I don't even like children. And I still feel like I would have...
1: No, but it is harder because, like...
2: But also, I'm just scared that I wouldn't have, like, the mental capacity to understand, like, what to say in certain situations. And Mm. I know they train you on stuff like that. They do. But I just... I feel like me, personally, I wouldn't...
1: Do you think you like, how freeze? handle it.
2: Yeah, I mm-hmm. would freeze. Like, I wouldn't, I would be, like, supervisor, like, somebody help me here. Like, right. Like, I don't know. And I don't know how you deal with that kind of stuff.
1: I Oh, I imagine it's, like, and the toughest And especially job. bringing
2: a chimp into this, like, I would
1: be so, I wouldn't know what to say. Well, I understand why she thought it was a prank call. You know? Like, she thought, exactly. this was where she was, like, oh, you're. Like a chimpanzee is killing your friend? She was like, okay.
2: Yeah, like you're stop supposed to me. take everything seriously, but how, like.
1: Right, but how many prank calls do you think they get?
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, mm, I don't know. I, That's frustrating. Yeah. It's a hard situation.
1: Mm hmm. So when police got to the house, Travis walked up to the patrol car and tried to open the passenger side door, which was locked. So he went around to the driver door and was able to open it. Um, pinning the officer against the center console and showing his teeth. Oh, no. The officer fired sh- four shots at Travis, who ran away. He went inside his house, to his bedroom, grabbed the headboard post, and laid down and died next to his cage. <gasps> Wait.
2: Oh. Yeah. Okay, like, I know he just attacked and, like, ate a woman's face off, but it's still kind of sad, I mean, you know? I y- mean, it- I mean, the whole story is just sad I wish that he ways. had gotten
1: to a sanctuary and, like, hadn't had to go through all of this. Yeah. yeah. Like, he should have been in a better... He's a wild
2: animal. Exactly. He's a wild animal. Yeah, and for him to, like, get shot four times and then go grab something that might be comforting to him and be like, yeah. I'm just gonna die right here. Like, it's not his fault. It, yeah, it's sad all the way around. It's in not his any fault. any way you look at it, it's sad.
1: Yeah. Um, so the officer got out of his car and went to Charla, who was mostly naked and covered in blood. There were pieces of scalp and fingers scattered around her body, and when the officers walked up to her body, she reached out and tried to grab his leg with the stump that was left of her arm. So she's still alive.
2: Wait. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, like, don't even know what to say.
1: Charlotte Shufford, um suffered a traumatic brain injury, a traumatic eye injury that left, left her blind, and the loss of both of her hands. Travis had bitten and removed her eyelids, nose, jaw, lips, and most of her scalp.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Almost every single bone in her face was shattered.
2: I don't know. I feel like at that point, like, I would just
1: want die. it was dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like- oh, same. She underwent 15 months of surgeries and a face transplant in 2011.
2: Yeah. We are currently looking at photos. That's...
1: Are you looking at the one of...
2: We, We're looking at the bad
0: one and then after the face transplant. Mm-hmm. And like the arm. Like
1: what what they what she looked like when she got picked up?
0: Well, wait, how do you find that
1: with like her face missing?
2: I mean, like this one's pretty bad. Let but me
1: see? It. Oh no, there's a picture of like her entire face missing.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I need to see it. I know that's morbid, but like I
1: it's interesting. I'm telling though. you, like,
2: stuff like this I can handle. Like, I yeah. can't handle popping a zit, but I can <laughs> handle this. <laughs> yeah. So, I know
1: it's gross, but... No, I get it in the same way. Except for I love zits. Ew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, almost every single bone in her face was shattered. And then she got a face transplant in 2011. So I think she was the first woman to get a face transplant. Really? hmm A man... I know a man from... Uh, that had, like, been hit by a bomb in, in the military got a face transplant, but I think she was the first woman.
2: Oh my gosh! In um, what year?
1: Two thousand eleven. Oh my gosh. She had attempted though hand transplants, but they all rejected and caused like severe infections. So I mm. think they've just kind of given up on yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I would too. After after the first, I'd probably give up on it. Yeah. I'd be so scared.
1: you'll see the if you guys are still looking for the picture, no, we you'll can't see find it. it. I'll find it. for we you. We might have to look it up for yeah. us. The hospital offered counseling to its staff because of how gruesome it was. Oh. oh,
2: yeah, I believe it.
1: And, like, none of them had ever seen anything like it. I mean, that's, her face has been ripped off by a monkey.
2: That's, I'm, like, I don't, it's, like, weird, because I've seen stories where they're, like, oh, you're lucky to be alive, and they're, like, really, I'm lucky? Yeah. I'm lucky for this?
1: Right, and so on November so, 11th, 2009, Charla went on the Oprah Winfrey, Shri- Winfrey show and revealed her face, um, so this was before her face transplant she revealed what her face looked like to the world for the first time. She would wear a veil before that. And this this was... poor woman. Yeah. And she said at that point, like, she wasn't in pain physically. Yeah. But she was, I mean, obviously, like, mentally scarred. Oh,
2: yeah. That trauma does not go away.
1: No. And so, I mean, yeah, I think you guys just saw the picture of her before her face transplant. It's...
2: That's probably what that was, yeah. It's rough.
1: Yeah. Um... So a month after the attack, her family filed a fifty million dollar lawsuit against Sandra. And when Sandra died in 2010, her estate settled with Charla for four million dollars, breaking it down to three point million dollars in real estate, three hundred thirty one thousand dollars in cash, one hundred forty thousand dollars in machinery and equipment, and forty four thousand dollars in vehicles.
2: Hold on, you said three point million dollars. Three point four million. Okay. <laughs> you Did said three I? Three point. <laughs> $3.4 oh, really? million.
1: Dollars. <laughs> oh, sorry, three point <laughs> four.
2: I wanted to wait until you
1: were done, but I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> sorry, $3.4 in real estate.
2: Okay.
1: Um, Charla also tried to stu- sue the state and the Department of Environmental Protection for $150 million, but her claim was denied because, get this, in order to file a lawsuit against the state or any state-like agency, the state claims commissioner has to approve it. What? Yeah. Which is, it's just total bullshit. Excuse me? Oh, yeah, you can go ahead and sue us. Or, like, no, you can't go ahead and sue us.
2: No, that's (laughs) not cool.
1: Really? Like, seriously? I, that was mind-blowing. I did not know that. And, like,
2: they're the ones that didn't control the situation.
1: Right. And now now a guy has to say,
2: "Mm,
1: yeah, go ahead. Or, like, no.
2: Like, of course they're gonna say no. Exactly.
1: So... Uh, in 2013 her lawyers began efforts to appeal but as far as i can find like nothing has come out of that yet
2: i'm angry about that yeah she she deserves everything
1: right so charla lives i kind of got like conflicting sources on this um a couple sources said that she lived in a nursing facility outside of boston and then a couple said that she'd um had like in-home nurses only on the weekdays because she couldn't afford them on the weekends. Mm. So on the weekdays they'd come in and like make sure she had food in the week over the weekends to like
2: fend for herself. Well, because she's like...
1: blind and she has no hands. Ugh. So like literally the best she can do for two days and then she has helpers for the rest of the That's days. That's horrendous. Yeah, I mean, she is a fighter.
2: Yeah, seriously. Um She's like, I ain't dying now, you guys.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find this.
2: Yeah, please do. Picture
1: for, cause it's actually insane. Like, I just can't even believe that I don't she know survived this. I should this.
2: look at it. I'll look at it. Okay. It's gonna like be horrendous, but I will look at it.
1: It yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Um. Wow, well, they're. Do, 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 do. Do, do, I was just funny to <laughs> So, while I'm looking for this, actually, I might as well talk about, um, how she gave Xanax. And you were like, oh, um, you know, like...
2: Like, she, should you be giving should Xanax you? to yeah. a chimp? Yeah.
1: And the answer is no. No. Because even in humans, um, the, like, if you give them Xanax, sometimes the side effects are like, extreme aggressive behavior. Really? I believe that. Yeah, and so it's like, you're gonna give it to an aggressive animal? I don't really. Yeah. It's probably not the best idea. I
2: took half a Xanax once for a, an interview. Um. I was so nervous about it.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you guys, do you want to see her face? Yeah.
0: I do. <gasps> oh oh gosh.
1: My gosh. Yeah. Like, okay. her face is pretty much gone
2: I can literally look at that well
1: like look that's her tongue that's where her her nasal cavity she's missing her eyes
2: I just can't
1: he ripped actually he ripped off her bottom jaw
2: yeah like I looking at the picture doesn't bother me until I think about like the pain that she would have oh that's what she looked like before oh she was so cute
1: and then that's before her face transplant
2: oh my gosh
1: And then that's after her face transplant.
2: That poor woman. I know.
1: Wild. So, she is a true fighter. Um, Her argument in court was that, like, Sandra knew that this animal was dangerous and was violent, or potentially could be violent. Um, Sandra's defense.
2: I don't want to... I'm not victim blaming here, but did she not also understand that it that animal would be violent?
1: Yes, and that's where it came in that's where it came in where remember I said like Charla says that um Sandra asked her to come help.
0: And then Charla says that Sandra
1: volunteered. So they're saying if you willingly volunteered, then you knew the risks. Like that's your own decision
2: still i just yeah um, but even if she had been asked
1: right i, I know. feel like
2: if you knew that it was gonna be a potentially dangerous right. situation right. you shouldn't go yeah and like obviously no matter what she couldn't have expected that to happen to her like i'm not it's not her fault I well mean. she'd
1: known she'd also known him since like he was a baby too
2: yeah like it's not her fault but right she should have been a little bit more weary
1: right and especially when she says like hey he's not acting right like i would say sorry get someone else like go to animal control yeah um and also the the defense on sandra's part was that the environmental um protection whatever yeah um I closed my laptop, so I can't go back, <laughs> back and look. But
2: environmental protection agency, agency or something AP- EPA?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, they had let her keep um, Travis because there had been no like on record violent like tendencies. Yeah, and he, so
2: even though it was like technically he had bitten illegal. two people.
1: Yeah, but since he had no history of being violent, they let her keep him. So. Sandra's defense was saying, well, he'd never been violent before, so it's not Sandra's negligence. Because nothing was on record. But there were two times that he bit people. Yeah, But, it, but nothing was on record, so they couldn't prove it, you know right. what I mean? So, I get the defense, I also get, like, don't own exotic animals. Well,
2: I also, like, am back and forth, even with dogs. Like, when I was working for the post office, I got bit three times by dogs and
1: oh, by humans <laughs> okay you had to clarify by dogs
2: what if it was like a cat or a
1: chimp mm. i don't
2: know A chimp? <laughs> in south lake yeah right <laughs> but i got bit three times and the first one i didn't report it broke it did break skin but it was like this little like it was a super old couple and like this little tiny like rat dog <laughs> and like i should have punted it away from me and i didn't but yeah um the next two times i was like I can't keep, like, doing this yeah. and not reporting it. So I did report the second two, and the first time, like, especially the first time of me reporting it, I was like, I feel so bad, like, mm. what if they have to put their dog down? Like, I don't right. want them to have to put their dog down. Like, I, I was imagining, like, Misty's an angel. I mean, she would, hypothetically, I would hope, she would never bite anyone Unless ever. it's,
1: like, an intruder in your home. Yeah,
2: then, by <laughs> all then means, she wouldn't. Can, no. I know. We'll talk about that in just a second. But, um. Tiffany has a lot of things she wants to talk but, about. <laughs> but I was like, I, I can only imagine if Misty bit someone because she thought they were a harm. Right. And, like, how I would feel if somebody reported her to, mm-hmm. you know, animal services. So I had a really hard time reporting them. No, I get that. So I understand that. Um, but, yeah, Misty, um, is the worst guard dog ever. Like, the worst. When Alex comes home for lunch, she hears, like, the door move, like, the handle move of him trying to get in. And she get like, she'll pop her head up and her ears will, will perk up. And she'll look around and then she'll just run upstairs and hide under the bed. Like, she's the literal <laughs> worst guard dog in the entire world. No
0: barking. No, like, oh, who's here? Like, just... Hiding. Even like when I come in and you guys aren't here. If I come into the house just to like pick Misty up or something, not a, She's not a peep. in the kennel. Not a peep. Yeah, and uh, she just like looks out like, am I okay?
1: And when Nova goes out, guns ablazing. Yeah, yeah, she does.
2: yeah, you have a way better guard dog. My dog sucks. She
1: might at least scare someone away. I don't know that she would bite someone. She might.
2: I don't know what the way Misty acted with Nova the other day. When Nova growled a little bit when I pulled her in, mm. and Misty was like all up in her face, like growling right. at her, I'm like, okay, maybe. So Misty might protect you me. from
1: another dog.
2: Yeah, I don't know how she <laughs> would be with the human, but she tries to protect me from the cats yeah. when they are like in when they make noise and I'm near them. She tries mm. to protect protect me from them.
1: Oh Nova goes in. A- Nova goes guns blazing.
2: Yeah, I'm. Oh so no, she'll right kill now. someone. I can't deal with it.
1: You think Nova would? I don't know if she'd actually bite anyone.
2: It, I think if they got it? close to Avery. Should we test it?
1: I really want to, I'll like, pretend- have a strain. No, I- Because she'll know your smell. I want it's some- true. I want a stranger to put a bite suit on and, like, attack me and Avery. Babe? And- Nova knows you, though.
2: Yeah, hardly. He's not around enough for her she to, like, look
1: recognize him. No,
2: Nova likes him. Well, he also probably smells like me and Misty, so that's different. Yeah.
1: It mm-hmm. needs to be, like, a total stranger. Esteban? Or someone that she's only met, like, yeah, once, like Esteban.
0: Esteban can, will put a bite suit on. Yeah. And he'll happily do this.
1: And then, like, attack me and Avery, because I wonder. <laughs> I feel
0: like Esteban won't really understand what's going on until he's in the bite <laughs> like, suit. Like, yeah, that's okay. That's he'll walk, I can do this. He'll walk in
1: like, hi, puppy. Yeah. She's like, get out of
2: my
0: house. <laughs> uh, and
1: he'll,
2: like, try to pet her. Like, no, it's okay. I'm here. It's
1: fine. <laughs> it's Estebanita. Um, Denali bit my ex-boyfriend once. Well, good. I know, because he attacked, he, I mean, it was, like, a joke, but he tackled me, and Denali did not like that. He was, like, get We're the back fuck off God my Denali.
2: I feel like I want to see, like, what Missy
0: does with me and him Even start if, pretending like, to fight. Yeah. Back home, like, my parents' dog, it's a pit bull named Mac, and, um, there's some times where, like, my dad, my mom would be sitting on the couch, and my dad would, like, bend down and give her a hug, and he'll just, like, move too fast, and mac will like run up and like get in my dad's face and growl at him and mac and my dad are like best friends but my dog is so protective of my mom he's never like lunged or anything or gone after anything, right but he's like hey i'm here just to so see
1: hey just so you know
0: yeah
1: well yeah i wonder if nova would because she does she goes in hot with like the barking and growling
2: yeah oh yeah the second we open up your front door, she's freaking out. Like, right.
1: Like, outside of the house, total fucking angel.
2: And then she still barks at me after she sees me. I'm like, yeah. hi, Nova, it's me.
1: She's like, give me love now. It's
2: Auntie Tipper's. Yeah,
1: I mean, sometimes, like, even when Jason gets home, she'll be, like, barking, and then he'll walk in the door, and she'll get, like, two little barks after he, like, comes in the door, and he's like, what? <laughs> what?" I'm literally I'm me. I'm literally your
2: dad. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> can you please stop? Oh, I wonder if she would. <laughs>
0: anyway we'll test it this week we'll let you know next week (laughs) hopefully
1: (laughs) um yeah so anyway that's the story of travis the chimpanzee there are like weird some people say that he's been in commercials but it's not really ever been proven so
2: i still love him i think that he should have had a fair chance at living oh i
1: totally do too it's not his fault.
2: No, I'm not mad at him at all. No, I'm mad at the situation. Oh, you think right. that people shouldn't own wild animals? Exactly.
1: It's not his fault. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I still
2: want a sphinx cat. Okay. They're
0: yeah. not really
2: wild animals, though. So. No.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, we love you guys. Love we you. love you. And thank you for listening. And don't be evil. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Just uh, don't be it. Don't right. We, we love, love you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.